How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode 12 of Don't Panic. So I'm working an overnight shift tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., and I got really sleepy, and uh, I know if I go to sleep, it's going to suck. I'm going to wake up, I'm not going to be able to go back to sleep, and I'm going to be up for 24 hours. Just don't want to do that. So I thought, huh, you have a lot of free time, nothing to do, let's do a podcast. So I decided to unprivate my main TikTok account that has 16,000 followers. I've been looking at like my YouTube and all that stuff and all the views on that. Uh, they're not as high as I want them to be. And I have a platform that has 16,000 people who follow it still after all this time of it being private, not really posting on there much. And I thought, man, you're not getting the notoriety or the viewership that you want because you're not trying. You're not creating content. You're not doing podcasts on a regular basis. So how can you get an audience if you're not consistent? So I'm going to try to do a lot more of these, um, make up for lost time. I might do two or three in a week. Um, yeah, just been really discouraged. Uh, been in a negative place, not like in my life, just with content creation in general. Like I understand that the negative stuff gets more eyes on it. It's like the watching a car wreck. And part of this podcast, we're not looking at negative stuff, but later on in the podcast, we're going to be looking at some, some content, uh, some cringeworthy content, not of people, just of people doing dumb things and getting hurt. And we're going to react to it because YouTube, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I just want to get back into this, do it a whole lot more, do it on a consistent basis. Um, so yeah, I opened it up, and uh, I'm just going to focus on, uh, I'm not going to say, you know, positive all the time, you know, life is negative sometimes, and we got to talk about that, uh, but instead of like roasting people or like trying to call out hypocrisy, which I'm still going to do, I mean, it's in my blood, I have to call it out, uh, but the way I was doing it was just not productive, it was more reductive. Um, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't great. And I fell into this, uh, just this cycle of constant negativity and calling people out. I mean, it's addictive. You know, you get a lot of people agreeing with you and you're like, yeah, W take, you dropped your crown King. Like it inflates your ego a little bit. And I check myself on that. Uh, I don't want to think that I'm right all the time because I'm not going to be right all the time. I'm probably going to be wrong more often than I'm right. And to get into this mindset that everything that I say is this profound thing where I'm constantly in the right and I'm saying the right things, um, that confidence can be detrimental. You can end up saying something that is very regrettable, but you say it with such confidence that even if you try to backpedal and say, whoa, I didn't mean that not going to work out well for you. Um, a lot of content creators have gone through that. And I just want to see myself go down that path of just like having to 
go on an apology tour. Um, there's some videos that I've left up that I don't agree with anymore. Like my opinions have a changed, have a changed, learn how to speak. Uh, my opinions have changed on those things. Um, but I'm leaving them up because I said them. And instead of just deleting it like it never happened, I decided to leave them up. I mean, they're not terrible things. It's nothing that can get me canceled. But, you know, could upset some people. And they're right to be upset at that stuff. Um, <clears throat> now, oh my god, I'm so stuffed up. <sighs> NS, what is it called? What is the, not, not safe for work. It's the fucking sensory shit. ASMR. If you like ASMR with a stuffy nose with nothing but snot, I got plethora, baby. Stuffy as shit. What was I fucking saying? Not a very structured podcast, never will be. Um, if I can get in my train of thought. No, you're going to go on this journey with me. I'm not going to pause. Mm, I could rewind. I could stop the podcast and be like, oh, what? where did I leave? No. No, we're in this together. We're going to figure this out. Well, we're probably never going to get it back. Maybe later in the podcast, I'll be like, oh, epiphany. And it'll come back up. Ultimately, the message is that I am just going to do what the name of the podcast is. Don't panic. I'd rather just give people advice. I don't care about people who are shitty. <laughs> I don't care about calling people out anymore. I just want to give advice to people. You know, I've been through certain situations, came out on the other side, not unscathed, but healed from the, the scars and from the, the trauma. And if anyone resonates with that, I would just like to help them, you know, because I, I, I had my family, I had my friends, um, but they weren't me. They weren't experiencing it the way I did. They may have gone through similar situations, but ultimately they weren't me. They didn't have my brain. They didn't have every single life event happen the exact same way. And other people are not going to have that either. But if I can shed some light or give some sort of advice that might help someone get out of their situation and heal and, I don't know, just get out of the, the slump that they're in or the whatever the fucking word is. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, it was addictive. I have to be honest with that. I can be um, perspective on that or introspective on that. Uh, man, the high of calling people out on their shitty behavior was so fucking great. But the thing is, is that it wasn't profound because the majority of people think the same way. The, the people that I w was calling out, it was useless because... The majority of people thought the exact same thing as me. I wasn't introducing people to a new idea. You know? <clears throat> and yeah, it's kind of a responsibility to shine a light on shitty logic and hypocritical behavior. But at the same time, like, nothing you say is going to cause anyone to have an epiphany and completely change their ways. It's just not going to happen. Um... In some ways, yeah, it's important to do that because there's some people who haven't crossed the path of having to make a certain decision, whether to make the right one or the wrong one, and they don't know what's right or wrong. 
So maybe it's important to call out those people in those aspects. But at the same time, I think people are smarter than we give them credit for. I think they have more resolve and more logic than we give them credit for. Um, I just don't want to get caught up in that high of constantly calling people out. I don't want to be Drew a Wallow. <laughs> I don't want to make a living off of publicly shaming people for fucking learning. I mean, it's a this whole process, every decision we make, all the opinions that we have, it's a learning process. I mean, we can be so confident in these decisions and be like, yeah, they're the best. It's the nah, I have the right thought process. That could change. I used to think that I was right about everything. I really did uh, when I was very young. And I, I found a tinge of that later on in life. But, man, there was a time where you could not prove me wrong. Even if I knew I was wrong, I would argue the point until I was right. Until they just gave up and be like, oh, I have no response to that. And I'm like, I'm correct. You're wrong. That was with my mouth, if you're listening to the uh, audio version of this podcast. I'm going to hit my vape real quick. I'm not even going to fucking pause, dude. <sighs> Got to quit this. Got to quit the vapes. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and look at some, some content on Reddit. So, strap in. All right, we're not going to look at this one because that upsets me. Holy, what the? Okay, so. Jesus. Whoa, there is no way that didn't paralyze them. Oh, my God. Now, people look at, like videos of accidents and it, it looks benign like it looks like falling on a mattress but like you have to you really have to oh my god how much does a horse weigh okay 930 pounds 930 falling on her pelvis I mean, look at that. Holy cow. Yeah, if you're not watching the YouTube version, you're missing out. This might get flagged. I don't even know. Um, damn. <laughs> That's, I don't click on the links. If your video's not on here, then holy moly. Okay, hold my feeding tube after I just mess with some gym equipment. Oh, that's terrible. I guess the weights just kind of like were too much and slipped. Ran out of disk space. Delete your files, my friends. Delete your files. If you're creating a podcast, if you have it uploaded, don't worry about it. Delete it or put it on the USB drive. I'm just too lazy. But, oh my God. That is, uh, that's rough. Okay, we have an army drill going on they're repelling down oh no okay the the rope helped the fall not be as terrible as it could be but the dude still fell on his head dude still fell on his head wow oh. 
Goodness. Okay, something restricted right there. Okay, oh. First of all, let me ask this question. Why are you riding a bike that fast? First of all. Oh! <laughs> Just oh my God, I can't imagine that, yeah, this is not very uh, audio friendly podcast. <laughs> it's not audio friendly whatsoever, okay, so I went to ask Reddit. This is more audio friendly, just random questions that people ask, and then people comment. um, this first one is what's a fun way to spice up a six year relationship? I'm 23, my partner's 25. Uh, we met when I was 16, full of adventure and fun. Uh, constantly out and about. Now, we are older and have been through the ringer in six years. I mean, maybe, yeah. Uh, and it seems like the relationship is just kind of boring. Not in just a sexual aspect, uh, but the entire relationship. Granted, we've really have been through it all. And we also have a three-year-old. Let's look at some of the comments here. Uh, there are seasons in a long-term marriage. Sometimes it gets boring. There are dry spells and emotional strain, just like there is joy and adventure and contentment. Uh, all of that is okay and normal until you stop caring to keep moving through it. Sometimes that looks like enduring it. Uh, but it can also look like mixing up the routine at a shared hobby or like my husband and I are doing lately is finding great marriage book and workbooks to work through uh, with each other to be proactive in growing it and addressing some areas that might need attention. So <clears throat> ultimately what I would say in that scenario, honestly, is if you're in a long-term relationship and you know you're going to be together for a long time you have to prepare yourself beforehand um with the boredom that you're going to experience it's just going to happen life cannot be a roller coaster all the time it can't be exciting all the time you need to find someone where you're comfortable in silence where you can just be in the same room you don't have to entertain each other constantly you can just be comfortable in silence. Um, the more you do, the less you're going to have left to do. Honestly, you should really stretch out the excitement. You should really stretch out things. Because if you do everything all at once, what, what left is there to do? Honestly, I think a lot of couples... The relationship ends just because of burnout. You think, okay, where are we going to go from here? What's the next level? What people need to get out of, the, the mindset they need to get out of is this always leveling up. Like next year is going to be better or it's going to be more exciting. And every single season that passes by, something just great is going to happen. Something so exciting that's going to top the last. You're setting yourself up for failure truly are 
I mean, there's really no getting past it. So you you really honestly, when you get with someone, you got to have the conversation like, hey, just so you know, life's going to be boring. It's going to be mundane. There's going to be some days where we're just exhausted and we're not going to be in the mood for anything. I need to know if you're going to stick around when those moments happen. Um, Because they happen. They happen to everybody. Uh, Let's see, what other question do we have here? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to skip that one. That's probably going to get me banned off of YouTube if I say that one. Um, Oh, here's a good one. This is one that I can speak on with uh, impunity. So this question says, when I'm alone, I talk to myself a lot. Am I normal? So they go on to say, so when I'm alone, I talk to myself every time, mostly at night. Uh, I talk to myself every day and for every for and for a very long time. Uh, and I don't know why. I'm imagining some kind of stream or something like that. And I talk to that, pretending to read some questions about me or about the stuff I do. While playing, I talk about what I do. I can't stop talking to myself, and I don't know if that's okay. Let's see the first. Some of the best conversations I've had are the ones I've had by myself. Oh, I am so unprofessional. Not showing the screen. Awesome. Anyways, we're back. Uh, Normal is as normal does. We all do shit that can be deemed abnormal. Talking to yourself all alone is fairly harmless, normal or not. I'm a self-talker so much that I don't even notice. Well, pretty much I do it all the time. I'm on podcasting. Yeah, it's not unusual. It's a common saying. It's a sigh of being a genius. You didn't really spell that correctly. Sigh. I'm a genius. (laughs) Uh, I talk to myself all the time. Here's the thing. I talk to myself a lot. Uh, Like a whole lot. Um... Mostly about, you know, things that I'm preparing to talk about on a podcast. Like, I'll kind of, like, do a a script, and and I'll run through my script, and kind of, like, see where just talking off the cuff will lead me. Um, I really should just do that on podcasting. If I feel like I want to talk to myself, I should just podcast. Um, But sometimes I'll just ask myself questions like questions that I want answers to that I don't want to go ask anybody else that I just want to ask me. I don't want any outside influence um, dictating what my decision is going to be. Like if it's something about myself, like I'll, I'll ask family or I'll ask friends, um, you know, something about me that, that I can't really be subjective on because I have a bias towards myself. Like, nobody really wants to pinpoint their flaws. It's a really hard thing to do. I've been able to do it a lot more recently. But, uh, yeah, sometimes I just sit by myself and I just talk. I ask myself questions about, maybe not things about just about myself, but about life, about people, um, certain people. Um, and usually I have an answer. It's really strange. Like... Why can't I just skip talking to myself and get the answer that I want or need? Uh, Sometimes you have to travel 
through the woods of your mind and you have to ask yourself questions in order to get to that spot. So yeah, I don't think talking to yourself is bad. I mean, if, if you're <laughs> focusing on just the negative and you're trying to convince yourself and do some, uh, learn how to talk, Justin, <laughs> if you're trying to convince yourself to do something bad, no, you shouldn't talk to yourself. Um, let's see here. Da, da, da. Let's see. There's a lot of good ones here. <laughs> what Pokemon most sounds like an STD. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see. There's a lot that are medical, and I'm not a doctor, so I really can't co <laughs> comment on it. Uh, what to get a girl for Christmas? How to start running? Run. That's the first step. Um, <laughs> some really subjective ones, some really uh controversial ones that I'm not going to talk about. Okay, let's click on this one. Uh, dating a person who is not physically attractive to you. Would you date a person who is not physically attractive to you if they're genuinely interested in you? Uh, let's see some of the comments here. And again, did not switch the screen. Very professional podcast. I need a producer. Um, let's see here. I've dated people who didn't start out attractive to me, but who I began to find attractive after getting to know them. In my opinion, there has to be some level of attraction or else we might not, or we might as well be uh, platonic. Keep it platonic. Um, that's because the more time you spend with someone, the more attractive they become. There's a good stand-up bit about that and finding people you work with attractive. I don't recall who it was. I... Um, not Billy Burr. Um, but let's say here. It's not intentional and it'll never, ever, ever go anywhere. But my reptile brain eventually has sex dreams about most of the guys I work with. I'm in a fine marriage and I totally respect all of their relationships. But anyone I'm around too much eventually makes a nighttime appearance. Mm. Okay, well, that's weird. I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, let's just go back to the salient point of the question. Dating a person who is not physically attractive to you. Um, a, a lot of people say that looks don't matter. They do. Um, I think it's very important to have some sort of physical attraction to who you're with. Um, you know, and that can change over time. Um, there were things and types of women that I was not attracted to in the beginning of my boner years. Um, but now getting older, experiencing many types of women, uh, I have found out what I like. Um, and for instance, like my partner now, uh, smoke show, total smoke show, like something that was dreamt up. Like she's an amalgamation 
of everything I find attractive. Like she has all the attractive qualities physically that I like in a woman. And that's just a plus because I like their mind. I like their sense of humor. I just like who they are as a person. But yeah, it it's truly important to be attracted to someone that you're with. You know, um, people tend to treat those who are not fair-faced like myself very shitty. And it's a shitty thing <laughs> that people do that. Um, but yeah, I think you would have to be somewhat attracted. I think you should be fully attracted. You know? Like, why? I mean, if you want to be just like a, a completely good person with not a bias in your body... Like, yeah, you could date someone just for their personality. There's a lot of people out there like that. Um, not going to touch that one. Uh, probably a good thing that I don't have it on the screen right now, but I will remember next time. Maybe not. We'll see. Da-da-da. Uh, Some of these are just weird. Uh, da, da, da. a lot of dead air that I'm trying to fill up with dumb noises professional podcast uh, there's another how to spice up the relationship question seems to be an issue let's see why do animals have tails balance I guess Uh, we, we're going to find something here, something that we can talk about. I'm going to take a hit of my vape. What in the hell? There has to be something that I can bite into. Something interesting. Uh, I'm. Mm, there's one. That's. It's really. It's. Ah, uh, that's just no. I'm not going to touch that one. Some of you might be saying, "Talk about it, show it." No, this is not. Um, no. I don't even agree. Like, I would completely disagree with the question. Uh, but I just don't feel like putting that out there. It's just weird. I'm going to pause for a minute. We're going to find something. Okay, I think we found a good one here. Finally. Ten minutes of dead air would have not been good. Okay, so what do women think about men who don't work? Do you despise them? Or you just ignore them or don't care about them? I'm very curious. Alright, let's see the answers. Right. Well, it depends on the circumstances. Are they in school, disabled, stay-at-home dad, self-employed, taking care of a family member? All those are valid reasons. If they're just bumming off of people and playing video games all day, that's different. But that's their business. I just wouldn't date them. Someone responded, I'm unemployed, but honestly, no one should be dating me at the moment. I'm desperately trying to find a job. Just because I'm dealing with economy... Instability doesn't mean everyone else does. I don't blame you. There's a difference in between looking and not getting versus 
not looking and unwilling to work and burn off people. Um, see an interesting response. See, I am personally okay with this. So I can see someone else being okay with it. Um, there's definitely something to be said for knowing what you need and want to be happy and then coasting once you've achieved that. Not everyone sees things that way, but not everyone is driven exclusively exclusively by material things. Happiness is cer certainly sexy to a lot of potential partners. Now, this is something that I can say. Right? And some guys may just be like, no, you're a fucking... No. Um, if you're a man and you want to date a woman, have a job. Just have a job. Um, there's nothing more embarrassing to not be able to take your partner out on a date or get them gifts. Um, when you're working, though, you shouldn't be doing it for a girlfriend. You shouldn't be doing it for anyone. You should be doing it for yourself. But ultimately, you should definitely not date a woman unless you have a job. That's just the, the harsh truth. And I think most people understand that. Like, nobody wants to be with a burnout, right? Um, <laughs> when I was younger, I didn't have a job. And I, and I dated. And it was awful. We, we didn't get to do anything. I had no money. I couldn't take them to the movies. You know, I would have to... I didn't even get allowance. I would just have to, like, save change. And then convert it into dollars. So I didn't have to nickel and dime the theater people. It was just not great. Um, just having a job when you're dating takes a lot of stress off of dating. Um, having the ability to take someone out on a date or to do nice things for them. You know, you shouldn't go bankrupt. But having money really truly does help. And if you think women are superficial because, oh, they're not going to date me because I'm just hard on my luck and I'm I'm down and... You know, you know, women should love you in spite of your financial situation, but you have to realize, like, if they're going to be with you, you have some sort of responsibility to be financially stable because, okay, she chooses to date you, and then what? If she's not working, and that's another question, too, I'll, I'll address that here in a second you're going to make her struggle more by being with you if you don't have a job, right? But I just posed the question, what if a woman doesn't work? A woman not working, is that okay? I just maybe called out an hypocrisy here because I'll date women that don't work for, for any reason. They choose not to. I've dated women like that. And it's because I had a job and I was always raised to provide for a woman. That's what I was told a man does, provide for a woman. I, man, that's a bias right there that I just, <laughs> that I just realized on, on air. Not live, but on air. Wow. Wow. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe guys should have the same standards. If they're going to date somebody, they should be working too. Right? If a woman can expect not to work, 
but still be someone that's worthy of dating, then they should think that about men as well. Wow. See? See? I don't just push things to the side. I don't ignore the obvious. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, ladies, if... <laughs> You won't date a guy because he doesn't have a job, but let's say you don't have a job either. You really have no room to talk. There's a lot of women who don't work and still expect to be in a relationship. I don't know. Bit weird. Bit weird. I'm still of the mindset, though. Like, like my partner, they're, they're going to school for a career, really high-paying career. Uh, but if they ever decided to be a stay-at-home partner, like I'd be cool with it. I wouldn't care. Um, but she's a very work-driven person. Love that about her. Um, but even then, if she just decided to be a stay-at-home partner, I'd be cool with it. Uh, but not a lot of women are cool with a stay-at-home partner who doesn't work, doesn't provide anything. Wow. I don't know. I have to. I'll probably have to get some women <coughs> coughing of vaping i'll have to get some women on here that agree that a man should work but a woman shouldn't have to i need to find those women it's hard to find them it's hard to find the ones that are honest because there's just a lot of women who just don't want to work they want to be at staying home partner so yeah we'll have to revisit this sometime so to end the podcast i'm gonna do this one it, it let me don't even don't even say, oh, you're wrong. You're, you're going to agree with me. <clears throat> okay, so the, the question is, how do I cure a headache? Uh, I've been having this headache for four and about to be five days. What? Oh, man. I'm inconsolable when I have a headache. It, it, it can last all day. It can last a day and a half. Couldn't imagine. Um, this person said, what have you tried? Uh, my go-tos are dark and quiet room. It helps, but it doesn't help. Um, water, Advil. You definitely want to drink some water. Uh, but what I'm about to say is going to blow your freaking mind. Uh, a lot of people are saying here, just drink water, blah, blah, blah. No. No, 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 no. I have some of the worst headaches of all time. Literally took Excedrin, um, Advil, did for several hours did nothing and it was long past the time they would be effective so it was already out of my system it, it did nothing what i did i took a hot not warm hot shower within two minutes it was gone i don't know how i think my headaches I get migraines, like right in the, it's either the left side of my forehead or it's just all around. I think I get congestion headaches, like this, something clogging. It's like pressure. Um, I think getting in a hot shower just like melts away. I don't, I, the best way I can describe it is like you put a, a big hunk of fat on a skillet, right? And you turn that bitch up get it really hot that fat melts i think whatever's clogging my forehead 
That's not just my pores and zits. But what's ever causing those migraines melts away in a hot shower. I do it every single time. I don't care if I already showered that day. If I get a headache and the Advil doesn't work, nothing works. Hot shower. And you can take that to the fucking bank. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a podcast for you. A lot of topics, a lot of different things. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, this has been episode 12 of Don't Panic. I'm going to watch some Dragon Ball Z and try to stay up and then go to sleep. Four days. Four days of overnights, but then I get a week off. Oh, announcing something really cool. Uh, my first day off, after I take my little nappy poo, uh, I'm going to be streaming Kingdom Hearts. The first games before three. All the games before three. Um, I'm going to play the first one all the way through and just stream it at different times. And any time I play the game, I'm going to stream it. Um, hopefully you guys watch that if you're interested in that. Love the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh, it's my childhood. Ooh, I'm going to relive my childhood live on YouTube. So get ready for that. But again, this has been episode 12 of Don't Panic. Love your faces. I think about you.